All right. Hey, so hey, welcome, everybody. This hey. is episode number eight. Eight. Oh, yep. Gosh. For Kobe. That is crazy. Oh, man. Crazy, crazy. Of the lockdown, because we have lockdown a name lockdown for the lockdown podcast. podcast. Yeah. So wow. finally, finally, we, we chose the name. Uh, some of you guys uh, made some comments on we had different options, but finally, the lockdown is what um, the name yeah. that we finally locked down on. Love it. So, lockdown. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, what's been on your mind lately? What do you, what's on your mind? What are you thinking so, on? Let's see. What are we locking down today? <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, I th- we, we had a staff meeting. We have staff meetings for those of you who don't know every mm-hmm. Friday. Yep. Um, and kind of, we just kind of, I kind of talked about this a little bit, um, at the staff meeting, but what's really been on my mind is, um, just leading people to an authentic, genuine relationship with mm. Jesus. Mm. And like a lot of the times, like, our our programs are you know are great and they're fine mm-hmm. um but if we're not careful we could lead them to ourselves instead of jesus yeah and that's kind of like what i don't want to ever happen right there that's not kind of that is what i don't want to ever happen yeah is to lead somebody to myself now mm. granted god can use me he can mm-hmm. use you he can use then that's what we're for you know we're, yeah. sh- we're shepherds and we're supposed to point people to places yeah instead of point people to ourselves of course but that's yeah. really been the the thing on my mind because i see um in john chapter 13 and for those of you who are familiar uh it's the last supper mm-hmm. um meaning the last supper before jesus is to go get crucified yeah. um and he's just eating with his disciples and he choose he says my time my hour has come mm. you know and he, and i the question that's been on my mind is like why did jesus have to leave why couldn't he just stay here mm. you know wouldn't it have been better if he if he was here like wouldn't people just be buying plane tickets to jerusalem mm. to go see do see him do his healings and whatnot but i think the point is is that um jesus is saying like mm. yes i am the way the truth and the life but i don't want you to fully rely on the miracles and the physical things that i could do it's about the matters of the heart yeah and you're in a true love for god not for what he can do yeah 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 because that's so true because in our line of work you know we're communicators and we you know we're always talking to people we're counseling we're doing all these things um how easy it is for people to get confused into thinking that we have answers, that we mm. are sort of the ones that are going to guide them or the ones right. that have, you know, that silver bullet of yeah. you know, nugget of truth or whatever, however you want to say it, that's going to solve everything. Right. You know, cause I, I, in counseling and in preaching and just talking to so, so many people, um, there's a lot of situations like that to yeah. where you, they'll come to you as a pastor, you know, as a leader and they come with problems and they want for you to solve them. Yeah. And it's, it's, and I can understand that, mm-hmm. you know, cause people need hope and they need to find, you know, uh, some sort of restoration and whatever it is that they're looking for. Right. Um, but we can, we can fall into that trap as well mm-hmm. to, to, to think that we're the ones that are providing the hope, Yeah. you know, and, uh, you know, we talk about this a little bit in our staff is that, that that's like our, this is what we do is we bring people hope, yeah. right? But that hope isn't in ourselves. Exactly. That hope is in Christ. Right. So we always have to point to Christ, right. um, in that, you know, so I think that's a good, it's a good, uh, distinction to make, mm-hmm. you know, in the sense that, you know, when Jesus left the earth, he, he left, you know, the, the counselor, which is the, the, the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit, which basically means Jesus inside of you. Yeah. And, uh, the, you know, the counselor and the guide and the, and, you know, um, all these different qualities that the Holy Spirit has, this, this intangible, 
um, you know, thing that convicts us on the inside, knowing yeah. that Jesus is always with us. And so I think it's important. What you're saying is, is so important, you know, because we don't want to draw people to ourselves. Yeah. We have to draw right. people to Jesus. And right. uh, I think we, we can fall into that when it comes to uh, people's conviction about sin mm. and the things that they need to change. Uh, you know, from the stage, we can preach uh, a gospel that has to do with, um, you know, uh, wanting the person to change their ways, mm-hmm. you know. And sometimes what we tend to do is we t- tend to point, not not we, I'm saying it, we like in a, in a you know, general a, sense, yeah. is pointing to people's sin, mm. you know, and saying this is these are the things that you need to change. Well, we're not called to point out anything. We're, right. we're called to point out. You know, we're not called to point to the sin of the person. We're called to point the person to Jesus. Yeah. And that she, then Jesus does and the Jesus work. Jesus is going to do the conviction. Yeah, because that, right. then that separates us and it makes, you know, each person, you were saying this earlier, each person is going to stand alone before God. Right. You know? Exactly. And so uh, it's really about them with Jesus. And we're ushering in truths about the, mm-hmm. the, the, the word and truths about God and all that kind of stuff. But it's really between the person and God. Right. So. Right. How do you... Uh, because is, is there a line to walk to where it's like, okay, I have this calling. You know, I know I have this calling to preach the gospel. I know I have this calling to be a leader. Um, but how do, I, how do you walk that line of, okay, I have this calling, but it's not about me. And I need, I need to make it all about God. But mm. then I also know that God's put me in this position to oversee people. Yeah. But then how do you equip people? How do you empower people in, in those, in those, when you have a, a leadership position? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good question. It's a great question. Um, because your responsibility as a leader is to represent Christ. So mm-hmm. we're Christ's ambassadors, right? So we, we, uh, represent the kingdom of God. Yeah. You know, that's, that's what we do. Um, but, but our job is not ever to draw people to ourselves, but to draw people to Christ. Um, I got lost in the question. I can't remember what what the question specifically was. So, yeah, yeah. So it's like, how do I walk in the calling of like, okay, I am supposed to be overseeing these people, and yeah. so so to speak, above spiritually above these people. Mm-hmm. But how do I also empower them so that they're not they don't think that they have to be below me, but they're only under God. Oh, but I organizationally, see. yeah. God has placed me above. Like, for example, for you and me, we all have teams that we oversee. Yeah. Right? We're technically above them organizationally, yeah. mm-hmm. but we're not above them spiritually. No. Right, right, right. right. So yeah. how, do, how, do we, how do we, like, walk that line? Okay, God's given me this calling. Yeah. But I need to empower that person to understand yeah. that. That's great. You know, the, that's a, such a great question. Um, so the question of le- so leadership is not, is, is not a position. Mm. It's not a position. Wow. So, you, so you guys got to write that down. You don't. <laughs> that's good. So you don't. You don't. Uh, so there's positional leadership, um, which is like you're the CEO. So mm-hmm. somebody hired you to be the CEO. That's one thing, right? Yeah. But but leadership is given to you by others. Mm. In other words, you have to earn that leadership. Yeah. You know, because like I'm the lead pastor here at the church. Um, but that doesn't mean that anyone's going to respect me right? just because of the position. You know, mm. I have to earn credibility. Yeah. I have to earn, people have to, like, I'm still new in the church. I've been here for like a year and a half, mm-hmm. which is not that new, but, but there's this, this, there's this period in your, in your leadership to where everyone's quite like, do you want to know who is this guy? Like, yeah. what is he really about? Mm-hmm. And that's, I understand that, you yeah. know, especially staff in the church, they're just observing you. There's, mm-hmm. they, they want to know if there's any substance, mm-hmm. right? 
And so that's really the make or break of leadership, especially in church, because you work yeah. with volunteers, mainly as volunteers in right. the church. Um, and that's the, that's the make or break of, of a leader is, is there any substance to the person? Mm-hmm. Like, is he just saying words or is he actually what he says that he is? Mm. And I think that there's a, there's a direct correlation between your credibility and that others will allow for you to lead them, mm. especially in, a, yeah. in, in our, in our line of work to which most of the people that work with you, you could say in the, in the business world work for you, mm-hmm. um, are volunteer. Yeah. So no one's getting paid. Um, right. so you have to really earn that. Um, so you can't rely on positional leadership. Mm. You have to actually, uh, give people, you have to be a leader worth following or no right. one's going to follow you or no one's going to follow. They're, not, they're just not going to do it. Right. You know, exactly. Uh, in the business world, you can just hire a bunch of, you know, part-time people, mm-hmm. have them work for you and have them do what you ask them to do right. in church. It's different. Yeah. So they have to give that to you and you have to earn it. Yeah. You have to earn it. That's good. And so uh, as you're teaching and you're leading, uh, I think the main thing is that you don't give too much of your own opinion. Mm. You you want to give people what the Bible is teaching, like the, the biblical principles, so that yeah. they're, they understand that they're not under your authority. Um, they're under the authority of God, mm. you know? And so I try to say this all the time to, to you guys when we're talking, it's like my, my job, I don't see it as... Um, like quote unquote Jesus in the right. sense that, you know, follow me. No, no, no. I don't see that. I see myself as more like John the Baptist, like mm. preparing the way preparing for the next. The so mm-hmm. I'm, gonna, I'm only going to be here for a little bit, Yeah, you know, and then the next person will take on. And then the next person, our church has been around for 150 yeah. years, you know, so 151 now, 151 years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so that's kind of the, the, the whole idea uh, behind it. Mm. I, don't, I don't know if that's helpful. No, that that first statement that was a that was a big bar that you just dropped. <laughs> what was that <laughs> again? Said, uh, what did it say? You said um, pos- leadership is not a position. It's not a position. It's not a position. It's not. That's it's really not. good. Please write that down. If you're <laughs> taking notes on the lockdown podcast. Leadership is not a position. It's not a position. Yeah. Oh, did the did the Instagram stuff? Yeah. It was it was a I think it was bad connection. Oh, oh there it is. okay. It's yeah, for those of you who don't know, we have people watching live um online on Instagram as well, so Yeah. They're joining us. How's it going? What is a Okay, I guess since we're on the topic of leadership, yeah, yeah, absolutely. what what is like your favorite thing about leadership? Like why cuz clearly, I mean, we love leadership. Mm-hmm. We uh, we could talk strategies, we could tr- we could talk systems, all yeah. that. Uh, what is your favorite thing about leadership? The favorite thing about leadership, the most like the most rewarding, most thing rewarding about it, thing, yes, is watching people grow. Wow, yeah. Oh, dude, 100%. I just love that. You know, one of the things I used to love to do um, is is watch my dad when he would take care of the garden. Mm. So he would take care of the of the you know our backyard, and he would. I remember there was this time period when we had it was all it was only dirt outside. It was just a bunch of dirt. And then my dad, he brought these little squares of grass, but there wasn't enough to fill the whole backyard. It was only like, they were just sporadic, you know, a few squares here and there. And he was like, you're going to watch this thing grow. And mm. he just start watering those things, yeah. these little squares. And I would watch as the roots would start growing out. And then the one that was on the right and, and on the left. So there was this big patch of dirt in between mm-hmm. and they would just start like connecting. And then wow. there was this whole thing. So after, I don't know, may, maybe a year or so, it was all full of grass. Wow. And so I love watching that process. Yeah. And the same is true uh, with church and with leadership is mm-hmm. that the most rewarding thing is watching people grow. Mm. Like like my my payday 
is when I watch, for example, you preach on a Sunday. Oh. And I'll watch you preach, and I'm like, dude, that is so amazing. <laughs> or like the three guys that I, that preached uh, last Sunday at our Spanish service. That's all, yeah, that was awesome. I'm like, man, it was their first time. They were so nervous, yeah. dude. But just watching them preach and watching them just bring the word, yeah. that to me is just so incredibly rewarding. Right. That's probably the, that's by far the, the, the thing that I enjoy the most yeah. about leadership. Yeah, 100%. Hundred percent. Yeah, because leadership is all is is really about others. Yeah, it's, all, it's always about others right. and watching others grow, and it's right. about giving away. Giving away. Some people are afraid of giving things away. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah. but no, the the more you give away, the more you get. You right. know, it's uh, it's better to give than to receive. Right. Right. Yep. It's biblical. Yeah. It's biblical. Yeah. Um, this is a tougher question. Uh oh. I hope you, I have an answer. <laughs> You're making me nervous. I'm do so- you think that? Anybody can can be a leader, or do you think that everybody is called to be a leader? I think everybody leads. I think mm-hmm. everybody is a leader. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I think whether you realize it or not, you're a leader. Everyone's a leader because leader leader means influence. That's what it is. It's mm-hmm. influence. You know, and That's so a good whether way to put it. yeah, so whether you're leading your family or yeah. you're leading, you know, if you got nobody, you just have a dog. You know, you're leading your dog. And yeah. You're taking them wherever you're going right. or. You know, and even in interactions that seem, you know, uh, insignificant, mm-hmm. like just, um, you know, interacting with a clerk or at a restaurant, whatever, you know, you're leading them in a way because your interaction with another person is always uh, going to be influential. Yeah. Now, the question is, are you being a, a good leader or a mm-hmm. bad leader? Or are you right. leading people astray or are you leading them to the truth? Right. But we're all leading. The question yeah, is, what yeah. are we doing with that power that we have? Wow. So I yeah. think it's just a matter of levels, yeah. levels of leadership. So right. maybe leaving, leading one person, that mm-hmm. would be one level. You're leading 10 people, that's another level. I mean, it's a weird right. way to put it, mm-hmm. but I think that it's just a matter of, of who, who you're leading or how many people you're leading and what you're leading them to. Yeah. No, that's a good way to put it. And I think... Um, like uh, I think I mentioned this before, but that book that you 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 gave me, um, which I'm finishing up right now, uh, Chad Veach's book, um, about leadership, uh, he says that the number one thing about leadership is like leading yourself. Yeah. So no matter what, who uh, like if you're watching, mm. um, you're a leader. Mm. You're leading yourself. Yeah. And it's like what. How are you leading yourself to get better? Because when when we lead ourselves to get better, mm. we that's when we can lead others to get better yeah. as well. Yeah. Because kind of like what you said, mm-hmm. you have to build that trust um, with people. And if we're not leading ourselves good, yeah. if we're not leading ourselves in a in a manner that's worthy of the Lord, yeah, then other people aren't going to have that trust in us, yeah, to, to lead. And that's the same thing with you know with your family, mm-hmm. with your dog even. Yeah. If you don't feed your dog, he's not gonna want to listen to you. That's right. You know. Yeah. So we have to. I think the the best or the number one thing person that we have to lead is ourselves. Yes. So no matter what, every I do agree. I think everybody's a leader at some capacity. Yeah. Because even if you're just leading yourself, mm-hmm. that's tough. It's tough enough to lead ourselves. It's probably the hardest person. Probably the to hardest lead. person to lead. Yourself. Yeah, yeah. I heard someone say this once. I can't remember who it was. I think it might have been Craig Rochelle. He said something to the effect of, uh, "Think of a leader that you admire. Mm-hmm. Like, the, like think of this person that you admire. Right? Think of him. And okay, what does he eat? Mm. What time does he get up in the morning? Yeah. Does he work out? Does he not work out? Right. How much time does he dedicate to his family? How much time does he dedicate to his wife? Mm. Like, just describe this person. And then he was like. Now you got to be that person. Go do it. That's yeah. who you want to be. Right. That's the that's what you want to be. So right. put that on paper, write it down and then yeah. 
you know, just be that person. Right. You know, hundred percent. Yeah. That's like, that's why I started working out again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's cause I see you and I see like all the, the different leaders that I follow and they all get up early and start yeah. working out. You yeah. Know? Work out. Yeah. You know, the other thing I, I think it was, I don't know who it was, but it was something that somebody wrote. I saw it a couple of days ago on Facebook or, or Instagram. And it was this picture of this cart, like this grocery, st- grocery, uh, cart. And, uh, it says something to the effect of no one who is successful, um, ever like leaves the cart mm. next to the card. He'll always oh, take it back. Yes. So I, I don't know who, did you too. see it? Yeah. Yeah. And I never forgot it. Yeah. Um, because to be honest, sometimes I do it and sometimes I don't. Mm-hmm. But I think that ever Same. ever since I saw that, I'm like, I'm just going to do the right thing. Yeah. So it's about making those, like doing, somebody's really simplified, like like living a life worth living Living is all about just doing the next right thing. Yeah, yeah. Just do the next right, right the next thing. next right thing. You know, keep and, it simple. And it's just, it's. I think the best leader ever, obviously, is Jesus. Of course, because by far. Because the way that he, he led was through serving. Yeah. He was never beneath. That's what made me think of it because... When you put the cart back, mm. you're serving the organization. Yeah. Because they have people, like literally, my girlfriend, Victoria, she works at Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes she's on cart running duties, right? And so what they do is they literally for like four hours go and fetch carts. It's right. a good, good workout for the worker. And yeah, yeah. They get paid to do it. Mm-hmm. But if you're a leader, you're going to think, how can I best serve somebody else? Right. Right. So if, right. if, if like my girlfriend out there is out there just putting her cart, the carts back at whole foods and she's got carts all over the, the thing, all over the parking lot. And you go to whole foods and you say, you know what? Let me just help Victoria out yeah. and put the cart back. Mm-hmm. And that helps. Yeah. That helps. You yeah. know, it's all, and it's all about, um, serving. Yeah. So I once heard that, um, if, what did I, what, what was the what was the line? It was like if you're too big to serve, you're too small to lead. Oh, I yeah. love that. If I you're too that. big to serve, you're too small to lead. And I was like, wow. Yeah, that's yeah. that's good. Yeah, because you're right. I mean, Jesus teaches us that we're we're not called to be beneath anything mm-hmm. or above anything. Yeah, you know, uh, and Jesus, you know, he interacted with the most powerful people, and then he interacted with the people who had nothing and, right. were, and were nobodies. Yeah, He did that, that full spectrum. The same thing, you know, uh, Philippians chapter 2 talks about Jesus being above everything, mm-hmm. you know, being God, you know, and then went down to the, to the, yeah. to the least and to the suffering and to the humiliation, uh, and then God exalted him once more. Mm-hmm. And so it's that whole idea, we're called, that's, that's servant leadership. Yeah. You know? And one of the questions that I heard a pastor say once, um, ref, ref, uh, referring to the moment when Jesus was washing his disciples' feet, it, he asked this question. He's like, when you're the most powerful person in the room, mm. what do you do with that power? Yeah. Right? So Jesus, what does Jesus do? He gives it up. Mm. Every time he'll give up his power. He'll, wow. he, won't, he won't take his equality with God as something to use to his own advantage yeah. he he wow. he uh, strips himself of that mm-hmm. you know so we're called to do the same thing so right. when we're doing the we're doing the, the cart thing it's like i don't have to do that right there's someone that's in charge yeah. of this you know i'm not going to humiliate myself and right. be, no no i'm just no no you do that you do that you take the attitude of a servant and it's a mindset mm. it's that it's not really about the cart it's not right. about any of that stuff it's a it's a mindset right. of serving how can i serve how you? can i help somebody how can i help you yeah that that's good but the question is also when it comes to you know leading is that at the same time we have to be served we have to strip ourselves of of authority really but how do we balance that between 
taking the attitude of a servant, but also leading and having Mm. tough conversations and confronting people when they're, when they're wrong and, and guiding your staff and your team and having these awkward, uncomfortable conversations that need to be had. Right. Are you asking me? Yeah. I'm just, it's a question that I'm, that just comes into my my brain right now. Yeah. hundred percent. I think, um, there's a big difference with telling someone to go do something and then going to do it with them. Mm. It doesn't mean you have to do it with them all the time. Yeah. But if you just tell somebody, hey, go do th- go, you know, go stack those shit. Like for me for me and Adrian, shout out to one of my students, Adrian. Adrian. <laughs> um when we set up chairs on Sunday morning, right? Like I could just tell him, "Hey, go go get those chairs, stack them. I got to prepare the live stream or whatever." Right. You know? But I can I go and we go and do the chairs together. Yeah. Now he knows how to set up the chair. I mean, this is something small, you know, mm-hmm. just setting up chairs. He can set up the chairs by himself, and then now he can get somebody else to to do it with him. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and so it's like it, it's all it's about doing it with people. Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. and that's the same thing I I think about when I, when I think about preaching. Yeah, is like I don't think about talking to people. Mm. I think about talking with people. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. know. And so I think that's that's the most effective way that I've seen it in my ministry is every time I ask somebody to do something, I mm-hmm. want to make sure that I've already done it Yes. or I've, I'm, I'm going to do it with them and then let them, let them run, run yeah. free with it. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Cause I think it goes back full circle to what we were talking about at the beginning with, you know, how do you become a leader? Mm-hmm. Like how, how do you, you know, how do you lead people? Yeah. Uh, we said leadership is something that is actually earned. It's not mm-hmm. just a position. Yeah. Uh, and those are the, those are the types of things that are going to allow for people to follow you mm-hmm. is because they, because they're always asking that question in the back of their minds, whatever you're telling your people, they're always asking, where's his authority lie? Mm-hmm. Like, does he have any authority? Like there's something about, yeah. they're maybe not going to process it in that way, but whatever you're saying, they're going to put it on trial. Everything mm. that you say is going to be put on trial That's with true. with your life. Yeah. So they're right. going to maybe they'll they'll do it because they're just going to do it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you'll be able to inspire them if you have a life that supports what you're saying. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. You'll be so, able, yeah. So then you'll you'll be like, hey, could you bring those chairs over? And they're going to be like all over it because yeah. they know who you are. Right. And they and but a guy that doesn't have the authority and hasn't earned mm-hmm. that type of equity with people. Uh, you ask him to bring chairs and like, yeah. who's this guy? Like, yeah. why, why should I do anything for him? Right. You know? Yeah. That's so it's good. One of, uh, to go off, to bounce off of that, one of the pastors that I follow, his name's Mike Todd, and he, he says that trust is um, earned in droplets and lost in buckets. Mm. So it's like, as a leader, it's like we have to, It's it takes a long time yeah. and it takes time to build equity, to yeah. build trust. But one thing, can just can, can throw just, it all away. Can just throw it all away. So true. Um, how do how do you as a leader? How do you build that trust? And how do you stay resilient? Mm. You know, and how do you know when somebody is like, okay, that person is not mm. somebody. I don't want to phrase it this that way, but somebody that's not somebody I want to spend my time pouring into. Mm. You know. Yeah. How do you be resilient? How do you know when the right person is to pour into mm. and, a, and um, the wrong person? I guess that's a better way yeah. to do it. I'm not always right about this. You know, there's, there's, there's some wiggle room in the sense that you don't always get it right. But over time, you realize that some people are hungry. Mm-hmm. You know, they're hungry. They want to learn. Yeah. They're, they're open. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're learners. That's, that's one of the main things. Mm. 
Um, yeah. You know, uh, there's there's some people that tend to be a little, I don't know if the right word is patronizing, mm. to where it's like, mm, yeah. you know, there's something about it that you're not sure. There's something that's overly, like when you see, this is really, you know, when you see someone that is like overly excited mm-hmm. about something or they're like laughing too hard at your jokes. Mm. And it's like, there's like this disconnect between like that joke wasn't that funny. Yeah. Like, why is he laughing that much? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or like, uh, you're just telling like a, like a story that's kind of sad and the person is like overly sad. Like they're trying to show you how sad they are. Yeah. There's something about it. That there's a disconnect to where it makes me wonder what the agenda is. Mm. You know, it's one yeah. of those things that you develop over time and you yeah. see patterns in people. And so you wonder what's behind that. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So that's one thing. Uh, but I would say that the, and you never, you never always get it right. And I don't mm. want to become someone who's cynical, but over time you see some patterns. That's, mm. that would say one thing that's kind of intangible. It's really hard to teach. It's more like you'd learn it over time. Right. Um, the other thing is that not only are they eager to learn, but they will take criticism well. Mm. They'll take it well. They yeah. won't take it as a personal attack. Yeah. They'll take it as, as there's this understanding and it's subtle. Some people think that ministry is about them. Mm. And other people understand that ministry is about the ministry. It's yeah. about what Christ is yeah. doing. And right, so right. when you take yourself out of the equation and, and understand that you're just a vessel, we're free to just talk about the ministry. Yeah. And so when I'm correcting you, uh, I'm not correcting you because you're a bad person or because mm-hmm. this, no, no, it's not personal. It's about making the ministry better. Yeah. You know, so people that understand that intuitively, right. uh, I want to invest in those people. Yeah. You know, uh, the other thing is when you see two sides to a person, like they're one way when they're with you mm. and then they're a different way when mm. they're not with you. Yeah. So I like, I like watching people. Uh, this is going to sound creepy, but I like watching them when, when they don't know that I'm watching them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not that I'm going to sneak up and right, like, watch right. you when you sleep type of yeah, a thing. Right. But it's like, for example, if uh, I'm with you right now and then uh, we're in a group mm-hmm. and you're with other people and I'm over here, I want to see how you're interacting with that group. Mm. And is there, is there a dis, disconnect? I mean, obviously we're different with different right, people. Right. I understand that. Yeah. But that there's a contradiction. Mm. If there's a contradiction between the way that I right. see the person here and the, per- the way that right. I see. So those are all like sort of like indicators that yeah. raise flags in my mind mm-hmm. um, and, and it makes me decide who will, I really want to invest in because I want to trust the people. Right. No, of course. And I want to, I want to see people. And we've talked about this. Mm -hmm. Like when we see people, we got to see them as like the best version, best version, best version. Um, how do you know when it's too, when it's, it's been too long? Like I've been, I've been trying too long with this person. When do you give up? When do you get Is there giving up? Well, when did Jesus give up on me? Mm. that's the thing yeah that, i don't that's know man true. like if we if we bring it to scripture and we and we think about what jesus did for us yeah uh he never gave up on us right he never gave up on us you right. know so we had a situation happen in our church this week where there was someone i won't go into any details but it was that whole idea of you know we had the thought of um giving up on this person because xyz whatever it was that happened this person uh had been sort of uh, flaky in some things mm-hmm. and then has been given an opportunity and then another opportunity and then another, this has been like the fifth time. Mm-hmm. And so the question was, you know, should we keep helping, mm-hmm. you know, because there seems to be no, no change. Right. And my question is always, well, maybe this is the time. Mm-hmm. Maybe this, this will be the time. Yeah. You know? Right. So I don't think we should ever, ever give up. Now that doesn't mean that everyone should have 
the position that they want, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, that's true. Because that because we have to look for the good of the church as well. So when, we, when you're choosing your staff and the people that you're going to put in the different positions, you have to think, yes, about the individual, but also you have to think of the collective and how is yeah. the individual going to affect the collective? Because one of the mistakes that we can easily make is we have the wrong person mm-hmm. in the wrong spot. Mm. And we're trying to help that person, but our, our responsibility isn't to give people work. Yeah. Right. Our right. Res- our responsibility is to find the right people for the right positions. Right. Exactly. For the benefit of the church. For the benefit of the church. You know. That's so, good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So uh, how are we doing? What are we at? Thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. Yeah. Wow, that was quick. It was very quick. It's very but, quick. All right. Good Some conversation. Good talks. Always lockdown leadership kind of. Yeah. Um, Episode we eight. Could, yeah, we could talk about leadership nonstop. Nonstop. Yeah, we'll so. keep it going. Yeah. But, all right. All right. Thanks, Josh. Oh, you guys have a good one. See all you next time. Right. Bye.